Welcome back to another episode of Upilile the Podcast. You're chilling here with the Zamogu Klimlife. And I'm super, super excited, as always, to be bringing you guys another conversation. And I am not alone. I'm going to be joined by my sister later on. But I just wanted to greet every single person who's listening to this for the first time. And for those who are returning listeners, we are so, so grateful for the opportunity to serve you. Because you know that my favorite form of art is the art of conversation. So today we're going to be speaking about family dynamics. Family dynamics, specifically looking at the parent-child relationship. Now, there are a lot of family dynamics. That's why I specify the parent-child relationship. Now, um, according to research, what children need from their parents is to receive physical touch, to not be ashamed for getting things wrong, to be able to ask for what they need, to feel safe, to have at least one adult who sees them, to feel accepted, to be, to be affirmed and to be loved unconditionally, to play and to be treated as humans. And this is according to a therapist called Nedra Taweb. So today we're going to be looking at how the parent-child relationship looks like in South Africa. Now we're going to have Uzageti share her story. I'm going to share parts of my story. And then we're just going to unpack the topic as we go. Hello, Uzageti. Hi, Sophie. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us in today's conversation. So... I wanted you to listen up to this and tell me how interesting this is. Now, I'm going to share different ways in which a parent can show up to their child and how it manifests when you become an adult, right? So if your parent was over-demanding and over-needy, in relationships, you may experience feeling trapped by your partner's needs. And if your parent was minimizing and invalidating of your experiences, you may have difficulty trusting your own gut instinct. And if your parent was overwhelmed with worry or anxiety, you might have an emotional dependency on other people and have difficulty self-soothing. And if your parents were bullying or volatile emotionally, you may have difficulty standing up for your needs. So I think it's important because so many times we don't know how our relationships with our parents show up in our current day-to-day relationships so this is just something that people can actually note if you had a particular type of parents this is how it shows up later on in your relationships so moving from there uh please tell us more about yourself zagiti and give us a brief background on your parent zagiti relationship Um, a girl who grew up in different places. Yeah. Um, I first, uh, I first lived at my biological mother's uh, place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say biological mother because I have another mother, the mother who is married to my father. Mm-hmm. So, um, who you will meet later on. But um, yes, I started there. I lived with um my biological mother's family. And then from there, I moved um, to to my granny's place. Mm-hmm. And when I when I, I lived at my granny's place, that was where everybody could have access to me. Okay. Um, by access to me, I mean my mother, my biological mother, could have access to me as well as my father and my other mother. 
mm-hmm. you know, his wife could have um, access to me as well. Um, they would come, they would come and see me, but I wouldn't see my biological mother very often. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'd see her like once a year or sometimes even um, not at all for like a whole year. Maybe I'll see her the next year. Mm-hmm. So I think um, I, I did grow up with that longing for her. Like I remember very vividly um, just longing, having this deep longing for her. Um, yeah, so that, that those are the memories that I have from just being at my grandmother's place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it came a time where my grandmother was very old, so I was still very young, so she was the one taking care of me, and then it came to a point where she could no longer take care of me, so I had to now, somebody had to take the girl, you know, yeah. um, and then my father and um, my other mother um, had to take me in, and it was, it was, it was not a, an easy decision, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, it was quite a tricky situation, but yeah, my 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 mom, who is my father's wife, yeah, um, really took it upon herself to to take me in and to say, you know what, it's fine, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll bring this child in, and yeah, she raised me, she raised me as her own, um, yeah, and I became the woman uh, that I am today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's important for us to point out is that how this conversation between Zagiti and I began was yeah. Zagiti has a YouTube channel, right? And she was doing a, what was it? Um, would you rather? It was a would you rather challenge. And yeah. the question was, would you rather be highly thought of by your parents or would you rather be highly thought of by your friends? I think it was something along those lines. Yeah. And yeah. we both had different responses (laughs) we had very varying opinions in terms of who we'd rather be highly thought of and your response was you'd highly you'd rather be highly thought of by your parents and I said I'd rather be highly thought of by my friends now obviously anyone who's listening to this may have their own opinion um and what we realized is when we when we dived into the topic of why you'd rather be highly thought of your, of your parents and I, I dived into why I'd rather be highly thought of of my friends. This whole conversation of parents and family dynamics was actually birthed. Then I was like, no, Yazukzini, we need to hop on a podcast and have this conversation. Now, obviously, there is no right or wrong answer because we all have background experiences that inform the decisions that we make to date, right? Um, and we are very similar you 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 had parents that were that weren't together and yeah. Mina I was born into a family where my parents were together the relationship was volatile and then my parents divorced right yeah. so yeah. we won't really cover the entire spectrum of different parent-child dynamics that they are but we were hoping a would see within this conversation that we're having someone can pick up something somewhere Okay, so my question is then, with this whole situation with your mom, seeing your mom either once so often and then seeing your parents and um, your parents as in your father and your stepmother, she's your mother, but allow me to say stepmother, how do you believe that these dynamics have shaped who you are? Mm, I think they've, they've, they've really 
they've impacted greatly mm-hmm. into into who I am. I think um, with with my mom not being there, you know, as my biological mother not being there as as, as often as I would have liked. I think it it, it it created in me like a sense of I don't know an emotional neediness in relationships. Yeah. You know? I don't know how to to describe it, but um, I don't know. I I I I I I I got this 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 thing where I wanted people to to I don't know maybe overcompensate. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, I think it, it just made me very very sensitive when it came to um, relationships and 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 also how I received rejection in relationships as well. Yeah, where it was just affect me so much, you know, because this person is rejecting me now, and it all stems back to that feeling of just feeling rejected, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, in in my in my in my relationship with my mom. Yeah, um, and also. Um, that sense of being in in, in in this need to now to now perform and always do things right because now you have been taken in, you mm-hmm. know. Um they have really told you yeah. um you've received grace so now you better not disappoint and so I I I, I became this person who always you know, wants to do everything right. And I beat myself up so much, you know, yeah. whenever I felt like, oh my God, I'm not meeting up, you know, to that standard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I, I, I just, I grew up with that, with that, with that, with that pressure to just be perfect. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And I remember, yeah. Oguti, when we spoke about this whole thing of who you'd rather think highly, who, who you'd rather thought highly of you, your parents or your friends. That's something that you did bring up, Uguti. That whole performance thing, Uguti, the way in which your history has shaped you, you have that slight need to feel like you need to perform. Whereas on my end, I was like, ah, if my parents don't think highly of me, they're my parents, really. You know, there's... You are a child, and a child has faults, a child has errors. So, for me, that was my my view. I don't really need my parents to think highly of me. Whereas, someone who's felt that need to perform, and I can relate to this whole performance thing so much because, on my end, when we speak about wanting to perform, for me, it was not that my dad has ever said, um, I'm not proud of you. But yeah. also the way that he showed up in my life, Namingango over performance and me, I was overperforming in relationships. Whoa! <laughs> hectically, hectically overperforming yeah. because of a certain validation that I feel like I didn't get from my father. So I'd get into a relationship and I'd be there doing the extras. I'd, I'd be there over, overdoing it. And then you get this deep sense of such disappointment when someone doesn't see it or when someone doesn't value it the way that you thought they should yeah. value it or receive it. So, Nje, when you speak, it resonates with me so much because yeah. it takes such a while for you to even see. It's actually linked to this and that back then. I am... 
Whoa, whoa, it definitely does shape how you engage with your em- with your relationships emotionally. Oh my gosh. So wait, you say um you gave yourself there was that pressure. Do you yeah. feel like that pressure is something that was like that pressure to now receiver umusa. So your parents yeah. taking you in. Now you feel like, oh okay, now they've taken me in, they've done me this amazing or this huge favor. Now yeah. I have to keep my end of the deal. Do you feel so, like that was a pressure that was given to you? Or do you feel like that that was a pressure that was that you took upon yourself? No, I therefore I have to make up for it. I think I think it's it's it is it's a pressure that I did put on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because on their end, they were willing. They were being cared. Yeah, you know, they did it with an open heart. It was not. Um, they were not expecting me. Um, they were expecting me to be a child. They were taking in a child. Mm-hmm. But I think under the circumstances, I as a child, you know. These things can they can get to you. Yeah, they you can. You know, um, they, 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 how things have happened. You know, uh, the relationship between your parents. You know that can that can that whole situation can affect you. You know whether your parents know it or not. Mm-hmm. You know whether they realize it or not, but it does um, um, affect you. And I think that that's that's what happened to me. I I, I it just. I I I just took that pressure upon myself, you know, to say, okay, now that I'm here, uh, I'm gonna make sure that you don't regret, you know, taking mm-hmm. me in. I'm gonna make sure that, you know, I I I live up to 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 that standard. So I think it's something that I I I took upon myself, you know. I, it's something that I just derived from the circumstances, the situation, you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, when you say, I'm going to make sure that this is something you don't regret. You, 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 you. <laughs> I, it hits me. It hits me. It hits me so hard because, yeah. as I've said, my parents' relationship was volatile. So my my mom, my when my parents divorced, and I mean, if you've ever seen me or if you know me, I'm a splitting image of my dad. Me, I'm my dad in all things. The way I act, the way I, in which I do things, the way in which I am my dad through and through. Like, we are the same person. And I also took it upon myself because I was like, she has to live with a constant reminder of such a painful part of her life. Yeah, born. So I took it upon myself. I was going to make sure. I don't know. Like I was going to make up in a way for what my dad had put her through. Like literally, if 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 anyone knows me, it's on like a pedestal. And when I literally checked, where does this actually even come from? I realized, Uguti, I was trying so hard to, I don't know, correct Yabona because she lives with this reminder. She lives with this person who looks like someone who's hurt her. Yabona, Yabona, and Mina, in my head, I was going to make it right. And it's such, it's such, 
and well I don't know if it's an unnecessary pressure, but those are pressures that we put on ourselves as people. You know, so-and-so has done it wrong. Whether your parents know it or they don't, these yeah. things affect you. Their yeah. relationship, the way in which they have interacted, or however it is, because I, I, I don't know from the stance of people who have married parents, how their dynamics work. But their relationship affects you and the way in which your mind molds. Yeah, Me, I was just gonna make life easy for my mom because it was just like, I cannot take her through that twice. Yeah, boy. So I definitely, definitely, definitely relate with you on so many levels when it comes to that. So I want to ask you, Uguti, obviously, with all these things that we're pointing out, there's yeah. a healing that needs to happen between your parents and yourself, whether it is vocally with your parents or it is with you restructuring how you thought things to be or whatever yeah. it is. There's a healing that needs to take place between the relationship. How are yeah. you going through that road? Is it a road that you've taken? Is it a road that you are in? Is it something that you're like, you're going to deal later on with? Or yeah. how how is that healing process between your relationship and your parents looking like right now? Mm. I think it's, 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 it, comes, it comes over time. I think it's a lifetime thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest. It's, it's, it's a healing that, that happens throughout you know, your life that you need to be. Um, intentional about and be aware, you know, of what has affected you from 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 you know your your relationship with your parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, uh, there was a particular moment that was you know a turning point. I think that is that is the point where literally everything changed for me. That's when I began my journey, you know, of healing. Yeah. Um, because these are emotions I had, you know, been just bottling up. I, 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 I didn't talk to anyone about it. That okay, this is how I'm feeling. You know, the the space that I have, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember speaking to um, a, a, a mentor of mine, and I just opened up. You know, I opened up to her, and I told her how I was feeling, and. And in that moment, she didn't, you know, maybe try to give me solutions, you know, maybe she did this, maybe she did that. But mm-hmm. in, that, in, in that moment, she just, she literally just embraced me and, you know, started praying for me. And I remember so well in that moment that I, I, I heard that little girl in me cry for mm-hmm. the first time. You know, it was as if I was, I was reliving my childhood and I was, I was, I was, I was, you know, crying those tears again, but this time, Georgia, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I had, I, I had opened up, you know, to somebody, you know, in a way that I had not opened up before. And so that, that was, you know, the, 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 the starting point, you know, um, for, for my healing. That is when, you know, my, my healing began from that moment where I just met the the, 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 the the little girl in me cry and there was actually somebody to embrace that little girl in that yeah. moment, you know, to, to somebody to hear her, 
in that moment, you know, and I think that's, 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 that's when I really, you know, I started my journey of healing and I got to realize that if I'm going to wait, you know, for my parents maybe to, to act, Mm-hmm. You know, I may have, I, I may never, you know, see that day. I may never, yeah. um, I may never get anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I then took it upon myself to say, you know what, I'm going to invest in this, in this relationship. I'm going to invest in the relationship with my mother. Yes, I did not, you know, I did not um, have a close relationship with her. I didn't see her quite as often. But now I need to put myself in a position where I'm willing to, you know, do do what I can do now. Yeah. You know, what I can do now to 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 really um have those hard conversations with her, to really invest and make time for our relationship and just make sure Uguti um yeah, we we named we named that relationship. So yeah, I think it's a, it's a, I'm still in, in the journey of healing because, yeah, I think it's, it's a lifetime thing that you need to commit to. Yeah. Okay, I feel you. I think there's so many things that I want to touch on, but one of them being, I don't know if you watch Kumbule Kai. Now, Kumbule Kai is a show where people are reunited with people that they've lost. Yeah. And something that I see so often is when people totally they are looking for their parents. And I know yeah. that so many people actually don't have, it's either they have one parent, they don't have both parents or different family yeah. dynamics that people experience. Yeah. But there is this thing that is so common between most people on Ukumbulekai that look for their parents. Life would have been so different had you been around. Do you feel like for you, I'll answer the question for myself, but do you feel yeah. like for you, do you wish that it was different? Do you wish that you, you'd seen your mom? Do you wish that you had been in that space of having both parents as we see, Uguti, that's what is considered normal in this day to day. Do you wish, or yeah. when you reflect back on your life, do you wish she had been there? Do you feel like things would have been better had she been there? The more I wouldn't change a thing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't change a thing. Um, I feel that that God was very intentional, mm-hmm. you know, um, in 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 the way that that things happened. Because I honestly feel like I wouldn't be the person. Yes. That I am, you know, today had you know my life, you know, went a different direction. So. So no, I I, I, I I don't I wouldn't change anything because if I were to change anything then I think I'd have a different outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think it's 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 I've learned I've learned so much, you know, along the way and I it has it has shaped me and, and molded me, you know, um in, 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 in so many ways. I mean from moving place to place. You know, I learned. I learned to to adapt. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned to adapt to environments. You know, um, Minanje, if I if if I I I I get to a place and I see you guys, you guys are, are walking barefooted. Mommy, I'll take off my my shoes and my socks. Mm-hmm. You know, in hand in hand. So I learned. I learned to adapt. 
um, from that, I also I also learned to be you know independent as well because I grew up as the only child with with my with on this other side of, okay. of the family where I grew up. I grew up as the only child, so I also learned to be um, to be independent, mm-hmm. you know, as well. Although there were there were there were you know bad times. You know, but there were also good times, and I think the 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 merge of the two mm-hmm. it, it just makes something beautiful. You know, which is my life today, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything more. Yes, you, I wouldn't change anything. I I you literally took the words from my mouth. I always tell my mom, Giti, I'm sorry, Uguti, mundo, and you yeah. guys had promised to have the rest of you guys' life together. But, yeah. Mina, if I could go back, I would do everything exactly the same <laughs> way. I would. Yeah. That yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm truly apologetic for. Mm. But, Uzama, that would have been Uzama had. I lived with both my parents or because of how every single thing has carved me as an individual. When we moved out, when we moved out, my mom, the only person that she knew in PMB was her husband, my dad. So when we moved out and we had to start every single thing again, etc, 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 etc. The strength that I learned from her. One of the biggest lessons that I've ever gotten from my mom. And watching her start again, watching her go through every single day, ever so faithfully, for me, is what sold God to me. Like, literally, I've never needed anyone to convince me about God and Him being present. That, for me, was a ministry. My mom ministered to me as an individual. So you know, obviously our parents want to share their life with someone. But me because of the person that I am. Yes, it might be selfish, yes, it might be what it is. But the way in which every single thing has molded me, yeah. the way in which yeah. everything, every single thing has molded me for my purpose is, is, is worth it, is worth it all, is worth the stress, yeah. is worth the startup, is worth every single thing I feel like we went, to, we went through. We used to live in a flat and nearby. And when we were, we were starting off, things were a little bit difficult. And yeah. And you're imagining the meat and it, it was my mommy walk me to a crash. It was the dreams that we built. See walk, see a crash. Every day we would talk about how one day we'll go to the gym, how one day we'll do this, and how one day we'll do that. And Watching God bring us through all of it, all of it, all of it. Yeah, well, I laughed. We were at the gym this other time, and she was like, "This is what we dreamt. Like, this is what we dreamt of." Yeah, but oh God. so I can definitely relate to any. 
konke, 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 konke has really been for the molding of who you are as an individual. Yeah. I yeah. Think, and I, you know, I think, I think the more it's, it's uh, as you are talking, you know, it's, it's about seeing the hand of God. Yes. You know, it's, 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 I remember a time where um, I was just sitting by myself and I was complaining to God. I'm like, Lord, why is this? Why is that? Why is yeah. this? Why is that? You know, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and God just, began to to bring into my mind these these memories of me playing um with umshabati you know back and at, at my granny's house you know playing in the sand back yeah. at my at my granny's house and and just playing just being a kid you know and 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 and, and I just heard the the response the Holy Spirit just saying that even there my hand was upon you. Yeah. My hand has always been upon you, you know. So as you are speaking, it's just that that the Lord, the Lord is with us, you mm-hmm. know. Even in those moments where you feel like, oh, but this is, you know, it's not ideal, you know. You know, when when you just look with the natural eyes, like ah, yeah, and it's not, it's not, you know, um. It's not ideal, but I, I feel like when, when the hand of the Lord is upon it, 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 it works together. It does. For good. It does. It, it, it works together for good. It does. And I think that's yeah. what... that. That is one of the main things that I wanted to highlight through this episode as we speak about parent dynamics. Uguti, yeah. all of it, all of it, because the question that I was going to ask you that you answered yourself was, how does it serve... How has it served who you are? for the purpose that is built for you. Because yeah. all of it is yeah. a part of the plan. You know, some plans, you, you may look at it and you'll be like, I got love so extremely good. You know, but all of it. And I feel like it's so sad because so, so many people see it as the thing that made them not succeed. Because I grew up with my parents and I didn't have the perfect family structure. This is why I did not succeed. And I want to change the narrative. This is why you can succeed. Because when you change the the perspective, exactly. When you change the perspective of how you look at your upbringing and how you look at what, what made you and what got you to where you are, yeah, but I was yeah. watching this interview with Ufu Sitembegwai. It's yeah. Rana, we you have the same you have the same brain as millionaires, you have the same brain as the world's smartest people and whatever. Wow. So it is in using everything that you have been given or that has been dished out to you to the best of your ability and seeing yeah. it accordingly. And when you see things accordingly, guys. All of it. All of it. God works, uses all of it. The good, the bad, the ugly to work for the good. Yes. And sometimes I'm more just um, uh, getting out. uh, It's hard. But just getting out of the victim mentality. You know that oh gosh, life happened to me. You know, life happens to us all. Everyone. But it is, yes, it happens to everyone, but it is your responsibility Mm -hmm. to to change your perspective. Yeah. You know, as you are saying, to utilize every, you know, every, every, every resource, you Mm -hmm. know, um, that is available to you, you know, to, 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 to create a different outcome, you know, 
And yeah, really, I think it's just getting out of that victim mentality because that thing traps you, you know, and you become a victim all yeah. your life. Yeah. No, no, I used to so so many of us use our broken homes as excuses why can't we achieve a b and c right mm. and then i don't know whether it was oprah or someone or what okay i think 80 90 percent of black people come from broken homes think of another mm. excuse yeah, but my, <laughs> well, if, and well. for me i think that was the excuse i used to use for so many things Almost everyone comes from a broken home. Think of another one. Yep. <laughs> so you know it it it, it can work. Let's else. think of it. Because now clearly we're all on the same level and we're all on the same boat yeah. if we're all coming from broken yeah. homes. Think of something else. And then all of a sudden, all all your life excuses were based on this one excuse. And as oh soon as gosh. you can't use this one excuse, say Pelil, you know, now you have to it's fix over. yourself. You have to work yeah. on work with what you've yeah. been given. Oh gosh. So the last thing that I wanted to share um was a a post by a Dr. Nicole who's a psychologist. Utiena, how you can it was how you can reparent yourself, right? So we acknowledge Utiena, certain things work okay, we acknowledge that all things work for your good, right? And they serve your purpose. But we also acknowledge that certain things need healing. So healing, you have had that conversation with your parents and you yeah. have talked to whoever, your mentor, and they have comforted you, comforted you through that. Now, what yeah. I want to talk about is how to reparent yourself where you feel like you lack as an individual, right? So the first thing that she shared was keeping a promise to yourself daily. Right, because as you were saying, we have all these expectations when we step into relationships, but sometimes we can't even afford ourselves those things. Tina, you know, you know, we have an expectation that so and so must see this amazing thing that you've done and have a certain level of excitement or do whatever, however you think it should be done. But sometimes we don't even afford ourselves that joy. When I do something for myself, you know. Yes, Jablisa mean. You know, we expect the whole thing to be external. That was the first point that she said. And then she said, I want I want to have your comment on this one. Honoring your limits by saying no. Learning how to say no. What's your take on that one? I feel like for me it's it's such a struggle. It's such it for me saying no is 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 such a struggle, yeah. you know. Um, I think, especially in, in, in close, like really, really close relationships where really, really, that no could mean, you know, the relationship can take, you know, a, 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 a Yes, yeah. you know. So, it's, it's, I don't know. You, you just, you don't want to lose people. I have, I have that thing where I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, lose this person. So mm-hmm. for me, it's something that I ha- I've had to be uh, very intentional mm-hmm. about. You know, when 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 when, and sometimes the no, ah, man, no can be. Um, it doesn't have to be the no. The actual word no. Yeah. But sometimes, um, you are not saying no by you know letting yourself 
stay in a toxic relationship. Yeah. You know, that is you not being able to say no. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, enough is enough. Like, and I feel like I've definitely been in that situation where um, I, I, I should have said no. Mm-hmm. You know, I should have, there was a point where I should have just said no and, and, and you know, chose to keep my peace. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think I betrayed myself in that moment and, you know, I, I got abused, mm. you know, in the process. Yeah. You know, I got abused in the relationship. My yes got abused, mm-hmm. you know. So, it's, you know, I think it's so important in life because sometimes, honestly, people don't know their limits. They you don't. know, you know your limits. Mm-hmm. People don't know your limits even, you know. So you need to draw boundaries, to draw boundaries. you know, for yourself. Mm-hmm. Draw boundaries to protect yourself. And nobody's going to do that for you. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. And Lendo Shoy, I think it also points Too back... Much. I think mm. it also points back to what you were saying, Wuti. When you've also learned how learned that you have to prove yourself to be in relationships, sometimes that's what pe- makes people not say no. It's because it's yeah. like in that we not deserve, yeah, born. Sometimes we are fuzzy on what it is that we deserve and what we, we deserve. don't deserve. You know, because yep. we've never been taught growing up. <laughs> Step up, yes. everyone. So yes. I definitely get that. Yes. I definitely yes. get that. Yes. So another point they said was finding moments of play, joy, and peace. Oh. Yeah. I, for me, I think that resonates with me a lot because when I taken the decision upon myself, I was going to make sure that my mom didn't experience that again, especially from me. I took, oh. I took a caretaker role over my mom. In a sense, oh, so oh. me na- ooh, I've, I I never got the time to play as a kid, cause I think I was so conscious of trying to not mess up, trying to be perfect, trying to be this, trying to be that. Guys, when I got into university, Toluguti, like now I don't know what to do with myself, and I'm not taking care of my mom. It's like, what does one do now? And I like I remember the first year I would call. Like, how are things going? Eat, nah, 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 nah. Like, I'd be on the yeah. phone all day, every day, because I'd taken that role upon myself for years. Because I just wanted to protect my mom, protect my mom, protect my mom. So I definitely believe, Wuti, playing joy and peace are things that you need to do to reparent yourself. So um, another point is speaking your truth, even if it's misunderstood. <laughs> That is a, that is a difficult one. That is a difficult one. How do you feel about that one? I think it's 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 necessary. Mm-hmm. I think it's 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 oh my gosh, it's so necessary and I think it's something that I'm still learning to do. Yeah. Um but at the same time, uh you need the Bible says speak the truth in love. Yeah. You know, so home. Um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm at that point where I'm trying to to to, to learn because I feel like sometimes when 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 you haven't spoken up for yourself for so long, yeah. you know, and you 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 finally break out of that that shell, and now you wanna speak, mm-hmm. you know, now you wanna speak for yourself, now you wanna stand up for yourself because you 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 know, and when you don't speak up for yourself, obviously people will walk all over you, yeah. and because you you have that. 
anger also to say nobody's gonna do that to me ever again. again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So even even when you speak your truth, it's it's quite it's quite cutting and quite mm-hmm. you know. So I think I'm at that point in my life where I'm trying to like okay let's let's yes we'll speak the truth but let's speak it in love in a way that you know is um. I love that. Uh, it can be received. It can be received. I love that. By the words. other person. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. honestly, when you break free, you you might go a little bit overboard. Because <laughs> I literally see people on, on some type of, no one's going to do that to me. Hey, no one's yeah. even trying to do anything to you. Calm down. This, what is it? What is the cancel culture that we are currently? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You know, people are being so defensive and no one even said anything. Half the time, I'm, I'm reading posts and I'm like, I we did not even say anything. We actually just quiet looking at your post, you know. But it's also because people haven't spoken out for so long. Yeah. We are So I definitely yeah. love that point. Your truth can be spoken in love. Yeah. You can be yeah. honest. And say, yeah. this is where I stand and this is who I am. Yeah. In a loving way. It doesn't need yeah. to be ngege minangenzi wa minanjal. Okay, and the last point is understanding that your ego creates stories in your mind that aren't true. Right? So understanding that your ego creates story in stories in your mind that aren't true. Minale bits me <laughs> hectically um, and how I realized with this one was for me now I'm sp- spilling my tea and we 41 minutes in so um, don't give early. I'm tea. but I realized this when I got into a healthy relationship okay um, when they say ego creates stories that aren't tr- in your mind that aren't true now, okay. for me, this took place in projection, everyone. Because okay. your mind has been wired a particular way. For me, that is how I saw it. Because I remember I had a conversation with my friend when I realized that I was doing that. Me, I was saying last week, me, I need, me, I need psych- a psychologist. Me, I need therapy. But anyways... <laughs> I was saying it when my friend, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was, she had just broken up with her boyfriend and she was saying, I'm sorry friend, if you recognize this as your story, whoever friend this is, but she was saying, oh my gosh, she wants him back. In that relationship. And I remember I told her, watch your mind is not addicted to chaos because that's all you've ever known. Because when you say to a person, I want this person back, who has clearly said, I don't want you. For me, you are repeating a pattern of chaos because that's what you've understood love to be within your family dynamic. Yeah, boy. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's, it's things like that. It's things like that when it shows up. Because I've said that, I've said this before. I don't remember which podcast episode it was. When my friend, a friend of mine used to say, Ooh, Mina, I like a Zulu man, like a manly man. Yeah. You know, not these soft guys, etc., etc., etc. Then I yeah. say to you, Buga, Buga, your father. 
when you say, I want a manly man, and you have been raised up in the situation that you have been raised up in, yeah. what, is man? what is it that you are saying you want? Yeah. Because people don't know, you, your mind is bound to re- repeat cycles because this is what it's yeah. used to. And if you've seen chaos, and if you've seen a man who act out in a particular way, and then you out here saying, you know, minang funi manly men and give funi the two like one jan one jan one jan. Yeah, yeah. What are you looking for? Exactly. So for me, it, it's it's things like that that when your ego creates stories, when you get a nice person, and you're like, eh, you know, he's just. <laughs> because we, we dress it up fancy. We dress up chaos in fancy ways. And we're like, no, he's not. Hey, you're not my tetags. You know, so do you ever face that where you see your ego doing specific things? Because of the cycle that you have been taught. Sometimes yeah. it can even be in relationships where you're emotionally abandoned. And because of abandonment, or you're used to being abandoned. And it's like, oh, you know, this is these are the type of relationships you prefer to be in rather than someone who's fully present. Because you hear people say, oh, no, like, he's he's always there. I don't like him. Like, <laughs> do you face any one of these things? Oh, gosh. No, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think um everything that you've, you've you've mentioned, I can I can definitely I can definitely relate to. I can identify with yeah. you know. Um, and I think um that thing of 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 your ego, you know, creating just mm-hmm. false false stories, mm-hmm. you know, in in your mind. I think. It, it goes back to what we were talking about, you know, speaking the truth in love, but now this time the truth be directed to yourself. Yes. I think the hardest thing to do is to now, in, in such cases, as you've been mentioning, where now you have to turn, you know, around and tell yourself the truth. Because, no, you know, the reason why, the reason why you, you, you are in the cycle, you are making the choices. You mm-hmm. are making the choices to date all these bad guys. You know, mm-hmm. you are making the choices to not um, leave. You know, a toxic relationship. You are making the choice to 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 not voice out. You yeah. know how you're feeling. I think for me, that that's that's been something where I'm like, oh my god, um, I've I've I've, I've been stuck in victim mode. You know, my ego. You know, it, it doesn't want to to admit when. I have to make the change. Yeah. You know what I mean? My ego won't let me make the change. My ego says that person has to change. Mm-hmm. That person has to change and that person has to change. Yeah. You know? But sometimes I think the hardest thing one can ever do is come to a point where you have to tell yourself the truth. Mm-hmm. You know? You have to tell yourself the truth to say, oh, but Nami, I should have. You know, yeah. I, I I could have I could have made a different decision for a different outcome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So I, I I totally I totally relate to to what you are saying, Ramo. That sometimes really mm-hmm. we, 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 we we our minds. I think our minds are just really powerful. Yes, you they know? are. God has just made 
our 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 minds, you know, so powerful. And so we need to really, you know, be constantly aware that we are breaking those those patterns. Mm-hmm. You know, those patterns that our mind has 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 established. This is how every thought is gonna go through this pattern. Yeah. You know, every thought is going to you know be processed in this way. So yo, I yo, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Zagiti. This is officially the longest podcast conversation oh, ever. Gosh. We are borderline in 50 minutes. Uh, oh, sitela ukolisa etaten labazalwane. Thank you so much, Zagiti, for your time. Thank you so much for your vulnerability. Thank you so much for sharing yourself with us and sharing the progression of your journey because something that I always want to point out is that yeah. no one comes here perfect. No one comes here having figured it all out. Yeah. You know, we are all... We are all walking yeah. this journey together. So I'm yeah. so grateful, Cece. Thank you for having me, sis. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of, the, of your podcast. Thank you, so thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm, thank you. I'm a regular. I'm a regular. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you so much. It's such an honor. Such an honor, really. Thank you. And you guys can catch Uzagiti on YouTube at Zakiti Longwane. She has all things fashion, all things um touching conversations. She's having fun. Yeah, it's an amazing YouTube channel to follow. Thank you so much, Zagiti. Goodbye. Thank you, Sissy. Bye. <laughs>